You are listening to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Thank you, Jamesy. And Jason Bailey. Bump is uh, pretty good. But the reality is... They don't know, man! I've been looking forward to To The Top Talk. You know, I have that with myself every night. Strike first, strike hard, no mercy. Juice, baby. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to a special edition of To The Top Talk. In this edition, we're going back to the archives tonight. Nick Mullins, Nicky Football from Southern Miss, gets his first start in the National Football League, his first playing time, first drive, three for three down the field for a touchdown. So Nick Mullins, a masterful performance tonight against the Oakland Raiders, leading the 49ers to their second victory of the year. And you look around, and there's a lot of people right now wanting to know more about Nick Mullins. If you're a Southern Miss fan, you're not one of those people, but nationally he's he was number one trend on twitter for a while this tonight so a lot of people want to know more about nick mullins so what we're going to do is we're going to go back to the archives we're going to bring out three interviews with nick mullins from this show the first one comes right before his senior year the second one comes after his senior year before the nfl draft and the third one comes as soon as he signed with the san francisco 49ers just to give you guys a little insight into Nick Mullins, who he is, and his story. So without any further ado, the newest star in the National Football League, Nick Mullins. All right, up next, we have got quarterback Nick Mullins. How's it going today, Nick? Good. Thanks for having me on. Now, I saw your video at Conference USA Media Days. Now, is that you're like the Justin Timberlake of this football team? Am I right? Is, is singing your passion? Uh, I like music. I like a lot of different types of music, but obviously, I proved that I can't sing. So, I guess I'm just a pretty good singer when the, the speakers are turned up really loud. Yeah, I, when I said Justin Timberlake, I was kind of talking about like if Justin Timberlake was caught in a bear trap. That was more along the lines. Is that a pretty accurate assessment? Uh, yeah, you you could go with that. Sure, yeah. <laughs> now you've got a lot of accolades. You know, you've got a lot. You're up for a lot of preseason awards. Where does being on To The Top Talk rank in, in the accomplishments of your career? Uh, to the top. Hey. All right. Well, that's a good enough answer. All right. Let's get, get serious for a moment. What has the transition been like to playing for Coach Hobson? Uh, it's been great. Real smooth. Um, you know, Coach Dawson, our OC, and Coach Hop, under those two guys, uh, already learned a lot more, um, you know, a lot about football. Um, you know, the system we have in place, uh, really confident and really excited about uh, what we have right now. Coach Hop, you know, he's a great coach. He's going to preach, uh, you know, unity. Eleven brothers are hard to beat and uh, toughness. And uh, those are the things you're going to hear throughout the year. How does this scheme that you run under Shannon Dawson compare to the one you ran last year? I've told people that uh, there's a big coaching tree within the spread offense. Uh, a lot of a lot of spread coaches out there, but every coach has their little tweaks on it and what they like to do, and different nuances here and there. So the overall, you know, some of the a lot of the formations, uh, a lot of the calls are pretty pretty the same, pretty much. But there's just a few uh, tweaks here and there, maybe some more motions, uh, maybe some different formations. Um, but overall, it's pretty pretty similar. You lost a lot of playmakers last year, guys like Jalen Richard, Mike Thomas, Casey Martin. Who are some of the guys that are stepping up and kind of filling those roles in practice? Uh, yeah, you know, last year we kind of had our go-to guys, but uh, this year I think you might even see uh, what um, production by committee. You know, there's a lot of guys stepping up right now, and that's exciting to see. Um, Isaiah Jones and um, uh, Staggers, you know, both of those guys have had great camps. You know, uh, T-Man Holmes is back in the mix. Um, 
finally healthy, finally taking care of business and uh, becoming a great player. Um, Marquise Ricard, Corey Robertson. So as you can see, you know, we've had a lot of guys that have experience, um, that have made plays. So to have, you know, that sort of depth is definitely uh, beneficial. You know, this is probably the most depth we've had at the tight end position in a very long time. Talk a little bit about the, the tight ends we've got on the roster now. Yeah, you know, those guys, uh, they're very versatile. And, uh, you know, if you're a tight end, the more versatile you are, the more you're going to get the ball, the more you're going to be used. You know, Julian Allen and Ricky Parks and Jay Sean, you know, all those guys, you know, they're very athletic, but they're not scared to get in there and block too. So uh, we're not scared to let them put their hands down or spread out wide. You know, the more plays they make, uh, the more we'll use them. One of the big question marks uh, in the offseason has been the uh, the offensive line, particularly the tackle position. But it seems like everybody's it's kind of coming along in this fall camp. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it really is. It's uh, going very well. You know, we have a lot of guys that have played a lot of football. Um, you know, Will Freeman, he's played a lot of football. Jacob Fleming, he played last year. You know, Ty Pollard's a very talented young guy. So I think I'm, I've been very pleased so far. You know, today we had a scrimmage, very productive and uh, as long as we, as long as they just uh, keep that chemistry growing, then uh, they'll be fine. You know, I love those guys. We have a great unit, and uh, they they know what they're doing up front. Kind of off topic a little bit. You went to the Manning camp down in New Orleans, and you ended up uh, tied, being tied for first place in the aired out competition. What was that experience like for you at, at the Manning camp? Uh, it was awesome. You know, that's probably one of the coolest things I've ever gotten to do. Uh, just being around so many good athletes, quarterbacks. Um, every day after practice, you know, because you're in charge of a smaller group of uh, like freshmen in high school. So after that practice, all the college quarterbacks would get a workout and uh, Eli would run it. And so to be able to compete with the best quarterbacks in college football, you know, every day was uh, really cool. You know, made some great relationships, uh, learned a lot about football and also got to teach football. So really for a quarterback, just, you know, a dream come true. You've been on all ends of the spectrum with Southern Miss football. What was it like to be a part of the team that kind of brought Southern Miss football back to the winning tradition? Uh, it's awesome. You know, it makes me and my teammates so happy to know that um, we have some confidence now. And, uh, you know, I think we've had confidence for a long time. But to see where we started and, um, you know, to see this finished product uh, in our last year and a lot of our seniors last year, uh, just so tremendous to see the progress, uh, the improvement, and uh, really just for the fans and, uh, you know, for the program, for the community. You know, it's been fun for us, but um, I assume that it's been fun for a lot of people. And uh, so I just look forward to keeping that confidence and that energy rolling uh, through the program. All right, first game this season, September 3rd. What do you know about the Kentucky Wildcats? Uh, you know, great defense. You know, uh, they run some pretty good stuff defensively. Uh, watch some film. Uh, definitely excited about the opportunity. Uh, you know, Coach Hop tells us every single day, haven't beat an SEC team in 15 or 16 years. So um, the opportunity to go up there in a great atmosphere like Kentucky – you know, an SEC opponent, you know, uh, that's kind of what we are what we live for. You know, we're excited to get out there and uh, face a really um, talented secondary, um, you know, some big guys up front, uh, but we're excited. You know, couldn't ask for a better opening game to just go uh, see what we're made of. Do they let you audible any at the line? Do you call any of the plays at the line? Oh, yes, sir. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Coach Dawson kind of – as long as you have a reason, you know, um, just going – I don't know, having, having some knowledge about the offense, the system, what play is best against what coverage. You know, if we get man coverage or zone coverage, give just get the uh, offense in the right play. All right, I've got an unsolicited play call for you, all right? I call this the Grant Hill to Christian Leitner. So when you go up to the line, just be like, I'm Grant Hill, I'm Grant Hill. And then don't tell him, like, who do you think Christian Leitner is? And you just throw a touchdown, and he turns around and does a jump shot. And you'll get a penalty on that jump shot, but it'll I think it'll throw off the entire Kentucky fan base. And if you run that play just like every play the whole game, 
I, I think you got a victory. Uh, I completely agree. Uh, I, I agree. Let's. Uh, I'm very excited. I'm excited to score a lot of points. <laughs> All right. So, what would a conference USA championship mean to you this year? Uh, I couldn't ask for it to. I couldn't ask to go out a uh, better way as a Southern Miss Golden Eagle. You know, we were so close last year, but um, you know, it kind of shows how hard it is to reach all of your goals so uh to be able to fight back uh, we got to focus every day and just focus on the next day and focus on the next game and if we do that throughout the course of the year i think we have a decent chance and uh so to be able to make that conference championship and finish strong would be um a great way for the us the senior class to go out any final thoughts for the southern miss fans out there uh we're just excited you know i've said multiple times we work out all year run um you know and now that we're just playing football is so exciting. And uh, so I think you're going to look forward to just seeing a lot of points, you know, some nasty, tough football from the defense. And, um, you know, great leadership under Coach Hobson. You know, we've got a chance to be great. We just got to go out there and uh, execute. It feels weird saying this, but I am here with former Southern Miss quarterback Nick Mullins. How's it going, Nick? Uh, going well. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for coming on. Is it, is it weird to hear that, former Southern Miss quarterback? It makes me miss it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just, just start back to where you came from. You were from the Birmingham area, played your high school ball at, at Spain Park. How did you get involved in the game of football? Oh, wow. Uh, I started football play, or playing football when I was in uh, second grade. Uh, you know, football's pretty big uh, where I'm from. Uh, Alabama-Auburn rivalry, Hoover High School being right there. So I just uh, played it second grade, loved it, and I've uh, been playing ever since. When you got to high school, you know, you started putting up some ridiculous numbers at Spain Park. And, of course, your head coach at the time was uh, would go on to become the Southern Miss Offensive Coordinator in Chip Lindsey. Tell us a little, about, a little bit about your time at Spain Park. Uh, definitely thankful for where I'm from. Uh, really helped me establish a strong character, great work ethic, and really develop some uh, relationships and helped me uh, move along to the next level. Still keep in touch with a lot of my friends there. Still enjoy going back and uh, threw for a lot of yards. Had a lot of really good receivers and uh, made a lot of memories. So definitely, uh, definitely thankful for uh, the Spain Park and Hoover area. You know, when you finished up your senior year, you were named to be the quarterback in the Alabama-Mississippi All-Star Game. And you were named the 2012 Gatorade Alabama Football Player of the Year. What kind of an honor was that? Uh, definitely an honor. You know, you really don't think about postseason awards when you're going to uh, really see those awards kind of start to come in. And after that senior year, it really uh, made me thankful for the opportunities I had to play the game uh, with the teammates that I did. And uh, really just a great year. You know, we made it pretty far deep into the playoffs, uh, made a lot of plays, threw for a lot of yards, scored a lot of touchdowns. And it uh, really gave me hope that I could play at the next level. And I was really excited for that uh, next chapter. Well, after your senior year, you know, recruiting's picking up, and you end up committing to a Golden Eagle squad that is coming off the worst collapse in Southern Miss history. Well, in college football history. That is the worst collapse in college football history. What made you decide to commit to be a Golden Eagle? Uh, well, the thing about Southern Miss is um, they've always won. I grew up uh, watching Southern Miss. You know, just well aware of the tradition that they established. I uh, went to a Southern Miss UAB game when I was a kid. Uh, so I knew what Southern Miss was about. I knew that Southern Miss has always been a good program. So I never really worried about, you know, going to Southern Miss because I knew I wasn't going to a losing program. So 
uh, having that in my mind, and then uh, Coach Monken and his staff and uh, the recruiting trip met a lot of great guys, and I could see that there was a level of uh, or a foundation that was set for success in the future. Um, obviously, it wasn't easy uh, building it back, but uh, I could see where the program could be taken, and I just wanted to be a part of that. You know, you get uh, you get here your freshman year. There's a lot of excitement around the new coach, but the the wins and losses didn't necessarily go the way that you might have hoped. But as the year went on, you could kind of see that the team didn't have much quit in them, and eventually you became the starting quarterback your true freshman year. Talk to us about that that freshman year at Southern Miss. Oh uh, yes, sir. It's kind of crazy. It seems like a while ago uh, now after all that we've been through, but. Uh, it, was a, it was a very uh, trying year, I guess you could say. Uh, you know, you grow up going to college or watching college football. You want to go to bowl games. You want to be real successful. But that freshman year made me stronger. Uh, obviously, uh, we were not a very good football team, but we knew we could be. You know, I think we had six true freshmen on offense. And uh, anytime you have six true freshmen playing on a college football team uh, in one unit, you're probably not going to be very good. So, uh, But the experience was great. Um, got to play nine of 12 games, got to start six of them. And uh, that experience just kind of helped me grow as a player, get better each and every rep. Um, the more you play, the better you're going to get. And so I think the freshman year experience really helped me later on in my career. You know, at the end of that season, Southern Miss has a 23-game losing streak. You were on the team for 11 of those. But it all seems to kind of come together in your hometown against the UAB Blazers. The Golden Eagles coming out of there with a 62-27 to win. Really the first game you got to show a glimpse of what you were truly going to be about in your career. Yes, sir. Yeah, that was a great day. That was a great day for Southern Miss. And I think that win really helped us have some sort of sense of um, momentum moving on into the next season. Uh, we did not want to go, go into my sophomore year thinking about the losing streak. And so to be able to um, make that happen, get that win against UAB, um, I guess my hometown team, I guess you could say. Uh, that was a great day, great day for Southern Miss. Uh, the seniors, they'd been on championship teams. They'd been on losing teams. So for us to really let them end their career with a victory, uh, that was huge. You know, get rid of the streak, let the streak go out the right way, and finally score some points. Man, that was a lot of fun. Uh, defense created turnovers, offense scored touchdowns, and uh, that's what football's supposed to look like. The 2014 season uh, came around your sophomore year. You know, the Golden Eagles won a few more games, but there were some injuries and other things that got in the way of really reaching the team's potential. Talk to us about that sophomore year a little bit. You know, at one point, I think we were close to being like three and three, four, four, no, or three and three. And, um, I really did. I really thought we had a chance to be special. Uh, I still think that, that to this day, uh, we were starting to play better, uh, as the year went on, played pretty well at Middle Tennessee. Uh, got a win at North Texas. Obviously, my foot injury um, didn't help much of our season, but just the fact that um, we knew we were getting better. Uh, yeah, we were 3-9. and um, Would have liked to be better during that season. I thought we had plenty of opportunities to be better during that season, but you still could get a sense of, all right, we know we're going to be pretty good. Uh, Casey Martin, Mike Thomas got to the program. They're super hard workers. You could tell that things were starting to change a little bit. And uh, that that got us really excited. You know, it really did. Uh, we might have not fulfilled expectations um, as high as we wanted to on my sophomore year, but the fact that we had a sense of things are getting better, things are getting better, uh, that was definitely a positive. And I think it really just all built up to uh, my junior year. You know, and going into the junior year, there were some changes that were made. You know, Zach Woodfin was brought in. What kind of an impact did Coach Woodfin have on the program? 
I think that was a, Coach Woodson was a huge addition for the program. Uh, just the the man he is uh, off the field and in the weight room. Uh, just super super great at motivating people, uh, leading people, teaching others to lead. Uh, just the influence he had on the program was um, just changing, completely changing. Um, a lot of football, a lot of success is all about the the mindset, the mindset. And he came in from UAB, uh, did a great job implementing the you know the championship mindset from the start. I mean, as you could tell, that uh, my junior year, we really just clicked. We clicked. We clicked, and it was more of a mental approach than it was physically making plays. Uh, we were confident. Uh, we were confident because we worked so hard before the season even started. Uh, obviously, there was a quarterback competition, so I was working harder than I ever have, and um, so it was just a great uh, collaboration of hard work, uh, trust, and effort all at one time. The offensive numbers that you put up in that junior year are just absolutely ridiculous. But it, it helps with some of the people around you. You know, you had guys, you know, you start with your linemen, Cameron, Tom, you know, uh, Price, you had Rashad Hill. But then you have the receivers like Casey Martin and Mike Thomas and then Jalen Rashard and Ido Smith. What was it like having those weapons around you for a, for a change at that point in your career? Uh, yeah, looking back, I mean, you, you list the names that I like that. You're like, wow, we we're a very good football team, a very good offense. And I was just lucky to be a part of it. Uh, what you have Rashad, Mike Thomas, Jalen Rashard, all those guys on NFL rosters now, uh, Norman Price, all those guys on NFL roster. Casey Martin should be on an NFL roster. Edo Smith will be on an NFL roster. Cameron Tom will be on an NFL roster. So really, I mean, you've got a lot of great football players that all had one championship mindset, working hard together. You know, we were chasing that championship so hard, and uh, we just worked so well together. We we're a great group, uh, the offensive line. They were great at run blocking and pass blocking. Uh, we were very balanced on offense, and that made my job easy. Anytime you can run the ball, uh makes it easier to throw it. And uh, anytime you got one-on-one and can throw it out to Mike Thomas and let Casey Martin catch and run, uh just makes my job so easy. So uh, the year was great. Uh, one of my most fun years of football. Everything really came together, and uh, the makers were really the reason for that. What was it like playing for Coach Munkin? Uh, playing for Coach Monken was great. You know, he was super energetic, very detailed in what he did. He was very just energetic. Um, yeah, just very energetic, exciting, uh, talked a lot of football. Um, and he really, you know, he had a list of uh, phrases he would always stick. And uh, believe it or not, to this day, they still stick with me. And, uh, you know, he really made it known that he cared for you on the field, off the field. Uh, great football coach. I actually was lucky enough to have dinner with him down in Florida. Uh, last week, and uh, he really helped me develop uh, under Coach Monk, and I grew, grew as a man, grew as a quarterback, uh, grew as a leader, and uh, so I always definitely remember uh, Coach Monk, and I think anybody that talks to him can just feel that energetic vibe that uh, the program really needed and uh, definitely appreciated. You finish off that junior year, and the Gold Eagles win a Conference USA West Championship and get to play in a Conference Championship game. Didn't necessarily finish like the way that, that everyone wanted, but, you know, it certainly was uh, amazing to have that big of a transformation in three years' time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, it's all – I mean, we definitely would have loved to win a championship. Uh, you know, that's why you play the game. You play to win championships. But the fact that we came so far, uh, got to compete for one, play in one, play a great Washington team in the bowl game, uh, we got nothing to hang our heads about. I mean, it, it was a great year, one of the funnest I've ever been a part of, great team, great people. 
and uh, really was one of the best years for us on the miss. You lit up the Huskies in that bowl game. Three hundred uh, wait, twenty five for thirty eight passing, three hundred thirty one yards, two touchdowns. How surreal was it to get to see that same Washington Husky team play in the college football playoffs the next year? Yeah, uh, it's funny you ask. I actually did. You know that thought was running through my mind. Uh, I know they they have a great defense. I remember. Their big D lineman, you know, he uh, he gave me stitches in the chin during that game, you know. So they have a lot of great players on defense. Uh, I think their safety's going first round in the draft. So to watch them play this year, and uh, it's kind of it's you're right, it is surreal. Uh, you know, very credit to them. We knew they were going to be good. I mean, they were a six and six team, but we they were a very good six and six football team, and they were very young. Their quarterback is a true sophomore. So uh, to look back and uh, be able to say we played them, that's definitely uh, something that's pretty cool. You know, as of this recording, it was actually one year ago today. Well, one year ago yesterday when Co- Coach Munkin resigned and took the job at Tampa Bay. I, it, mm-hmm. It's it's so much. It, it seems like so long ago. But what was the transition like to Coach Hop, Hopson and staff? Yeah, so the transition was really smooth. Uh, the biggest thing for me was really just getting in and knowing those coaches, uh, knew knowing who I was working with just kind of feeling out their personalities or football philosophies, X to the nose. And I really trying to see at what points were we going to be very successful this year? Uh, you know, identifying strengths, identifying weaknesses. And uh, I thought Coach Hoff and Coach Dawson did a great job of coming in and uh, just smoothening that uh, that binding process out. You know, a lot of times you have an older team that might be a little bit more faithful to coach than uh, and not as accepting. And uh, so it was really exciting. Uh, my spring to really encourage those guys, you know, hey, accept, accept Coach Hop, you know, accept him, accept him, learn from him, listen to him. And um, that was awesome to see. You know, it really, we really grew together in the spring, uh, continued to grow together in the summer, uh, just molded as a team. Uh, obviously, the senior year, maybe not as um, what satisfying as we might have hoped, but um, just the way that we molded together and the way that Coach Hop motivated us to keep fighting, keep fighting, keep fighting. Uh, you know, that's all he's ever going to preach, and that's what we bought into. And uh, so we love Coach Hop, and I think you know he's going to do big things in the future for Southern Miss. Before your senior year, you went to the uh, Manning Passing Academy, and they have a competition called the uh, Aired Out Competition, and you actually tied with the quarterback from Michigan for the for the uh, for first place in that competition. What was that whole experience like? Uh, that was everything I could have asked for. Uh, talk about the ultimate football weekend. You know, teaching younger kids the game. We had a, uh, every college counselor was a coach of about a 10, 10 person team. Uh, I coached eighth graders from all over the country, you know, just coached them how to play quarterback. And then obviously the best quarterbacks in the country, uh, Deshaun Watson, Josh Dobbs, all those guys, uh, to be able to have the opportunity to compete with them, uh, work out, throw with them. Really just kind of see where I stood. And, uh, that was very exciting. Uh, we had a couple college workouts, obviously. And then just being able to spend time with the Manning family, uh, just trying to get any little tidbit of information I could uh, at a time as um, Eli Payton and Mr. Archie all talked to us. That was one of the most fun weekends I've ever had. Just the ultimate football weekend. Learned a lot, met a lot of good people, and uh, had a lot of great experiences. Like you mentioned, expectations were high for the senior year. And in the in the first game of the year, you guys go up to Kentucky and overcome a huge deficit, come back in the second half, and win that first game of the year against the Kentucky Wildcats. Tell us about the experience of the victory in Kentucky. Oh, that was a great experience. You know, when they uh, 
when Kentucky's on a schedule, you know, you kind of look at those games, you know, those are, those are the kind of games we want, you know, those SEC teams we know we can beat. And, uh, so we were super excited about that game. Uh, we were coming in super confident. Uh, obviously we made a few mistakes early, kind of put ourselves in a hole, but, um, we really just portrayed what coach Hoff always preaches, you know, keep fighting, put your head down, keep working, uh, let the process, uh, run its course. And, uh, so that's what we did. We binded together as a team worked hard and made the plays when they needed to make plays, uh, created turnovers, scored touchdowns. And uh, when you look up, clock at zero, and we're winning at beating Kentucky at Kentucky. Coach Hopp told us before the season, you know, every single day, uh, uh, Southern Miss hadn't beat a TC team in 16 years, so let's be that team. And uh, that definitely motivated us, and uh, I'll never forget that game. That was a great game, but a very trying as the season went along, you suffered some pretty gruesome injuries. Uh, I read about that in the UTSA game. Your thumb ligament came out of your skin. Is that right? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, the uh, like the very top uh, what portion of my thumb. The guy hit it down, and uh, I look. It was pretty gruesome. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I mean, I looked up. I was like, Coach, I broke my thumb. Uh, I was like sticking out of the skin, but thankfully it was dislocated, so they popped it back in. And uh, we just gave it all we got in that game. Uh, tough game. You know, the, their offense made a lot of plays, but the fact that uh, we just kept pressing and uh, tried, tried to find a way to, you know, be successful, uh, that's what you got to do. And uh, so I was glad I could overcome that injury as well. You know, as somebody who has seen probably, whether it be televised or recaps, <laughs> probably every hit you've taken over your Southern Miss career, you took some shots. You took some, especially that freshman year, you took some ridiculous shots and just got up, shook them off, and just kept going. Just where do you get your toughness from? Oh well, it's, um, you know, honestly, I'm not sure. Uh, I was always told that you know, just it's kind of what I was taught, and naturally, just you know, the quarterback reflects the attitude of the team, and nobody wants to see somebody just mosey up slow off the ground. Uh, it shows you're weak. So uh, when you get hit, pop right up, uh, play the next play. Not one play affects another, and so if you just get up, play the next play then uh, everything will take care of itself. So um, I don't really know where I learned it from. I just guess you can thank my parents for that one. Well, you also suffered a concussion in uh, the game against Charlotte. And, you know, had, had you know those two setbacks kind of took you out a couple of games uh, this season. But you were able to come back full strength, ready to go for the final game of the year. You know, Southern Mississippi 5-6. and six. You come back, take on uh, Louisiana Tech, who was already penciled in to go to the conference championship. And the Golden Eagles came out there, and for the second year in a row, just really put it on them. What was the mentality of the team like going into that game? Uh, we just wanted to prove that uh, we weren't done. You know, we we're 5-6. and six, uh, Definitely could have folded at that point in time. But the fact that the seniors wanted to finish strong, uh, couldn't ask for a better senior day. You know, last game with the Rock, uh, there's, there's no way that we were not succeeding on that day. And uh, that's kind of what we told ourselves going in. There's no way we're not going to win this game. Uh, we were just so confident and uh, really just excited to play. You know, I uh, was lucky enough to make it back healthy. I've uh, been thinking about this one game for the previous three weeks because I knew I couldn't play the previous two. And so I was just really excited to get out there and uh, make plays. And that's what we did. Uh, and, you know, and that's what we should have been doing all year long. <laughs> but, um, no, it was it really was. It was a great game, great senior day. Uh, the fact that we just made so many plays, offense and defense, played together. Uh, that's what Southern Miss football is all about. And uh, sort of finish the season like we did, definitely proud of that. Well, of course, uh, a week after the game, it was announced the Golden Eagles would be heading to the New Orleans Bowl 
to take on the Louis, uh, Louisiana La- – I'm calling them Louisiana Lafayette. I don't care. Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns. What, what a way to go out in your career. I mean, you had just – a terrific amount of Southern Miss fans. You get to play kind of in the region. You get to go to a bowl. You get to play in the Superdome on an NFL field. What was that New Orleans bowl like for Nick Mullins? Uh, it was a great experience. Uh, you know, the best thing about bowl games, you just get to spend more extra time with your teammates. And uh, that's really what I was relishing the whole week. We had, what, uh, two about two weeks to practice um, and just get ready for it. And that was the biggest thing. Uh, we don't have many days left as seniors, so just enjoy every second of it and really just relish the time together. And uh, so to spend time with my teammates and then have the opportunity to play a great Lafayette team in the Superdome, um, have all the fans there, a huge crowd, primetime crowd uh, on ESPN. Uh, I really couldn't ask for a better way to finish out my career. You know, I had a lot of success at Southern Miss, but you know, the one thing I never did was hold up, hold up a trophy. So that's what, that's what that was my mentality. Hold up some hardware, bring something back to Southern Miss you're going to be proud of. And uh, sort of hold that trophy up after the game. I uh, couldn't be more happy and proud about that. Uh, the team finished strong, fought hard, and uh, finally found success at the end of the season when it mattered most. And uh, so we were definitely proud of that. Well, you get back to Hattiesburg after the bowl game, and, and shortly thereafter you end up proposing to your longtime girlfriend, Haley, former Southern Miss cheerleader. How did that go down? Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, so I'm uh, planning, um, you know, just a couple weeks before, uh, you know, about that time. Matt Harris, Southern Miss, and uh, had a little help from the media department. Um, had a nice little uh, interview asking her some questions and uh, needed some pictures for a uh, fake article that they were uh, planning on writing. And uh, so we got to the right spot, dropped the knee, and uh, asked her uh, the perfect question. Uh, so it really did. It worked out perfectly and definitely a blessing and uh, definitely excited for the future. Now, I saw your uh, video from Conference USA Media Days where you sang karaoke. Are you going to sing at your own wedding? Uh, I'll stick to dancing, I guess. Uh, definitely <laughs> not singing. Uh, yeah, they got me on that one. <laughs> you uh, you finished your career at Southern Miss, 928 completions, uh, 11,994 yards. Man, one more pass, man. 87 TDs. Uh, what is it like to hold these records over quarterbacks like Brett Favre, Reggie Collier, Austin Davis, Jeff Kelly? I mean, you got a, you got so a, a ridiculous quarterback lineage here at the university. Uh, it's definitely an honor, uh, definitely an honor and a privilege. Uh, but I'm just thankful I got to walk in their shoes. You know, every day I walked in that locker room, uh, I thought about those guys. You know, uh, the black and gold is sacred. Uh, it matters. It means something. And so every time I walked on the field, uh, I just tried to make those guys proud. Uh, they left the legacy, and I was just trying to fulfill that legacy. And uh, so it's definitely an honor, privilege. Uh, but the thing I'm going to remember most is just spending time with my teammates, creating memories, meeting people, and uh, seeing fans out in the stands. You know, I couldn't be more thankful for all the support we had through our four years as we uh, built the program back up. Uh, just really thankful for my experience at Southern Miss. We got to see your heir apparent in a few games this year in Keon Howard. What are your thoughts on the future of uh – not only Keon Howard, but Southern Miss football in general? Uh, big thanks for Southern Miss. Uh, you know, Coach Hopps, he's a great recruiter, and uh, that's the biggest thing. And he knows how to develop his system into a championship program, uh, if that makes sense. Signing day's coming up, and uh, he's really excited about getting his players in there and developing them, working them hard, and uh, as well as the guys we already have. I mean, if you look at next year, there's plenty, uh, plenty of guys coming back, plenty of leaders coming back for uh, Southern Miss to do big things. Uh, Keon, I love working with Keon. 
Uh, you'll never see a kid smile more than Keon does. And uh, I think people are going to gravitate towards that. And uh, he's got all the chances in the world to grow. Uh, he's got a lot stronger arm than me. He can run a lot better than me. He'll uh, be a lot smarter than I am. And uh, so I'm really excited to see him grow. I uh, became like a little brother over the season. Uh, we were roommates uh, on the road. Uh, so we grew pretty close. And uh, so I'll definitely be here to help him. And I uh, can't wait to see where he takes the program. Uh, you know, it's going to be a team effort. And uh, plenty of playmakers uh, expect big things out of Staggers next year. You know, Edo is one of our best friends. I'm talking to him every day. Uh, don't don't let a day slip by because uh, you're going to miss it. And uh, so I'm definitely excited. And uh, I'm excited to come watch a Southern Miss football game. Uh, my first, I never, I've never been to a Southern Miss football game. I've only played in them. So I'm super excited to come back and uh, watch the 2017 Golden Eagles. You just got back uh, last weekend from the East-West Shrine game. What was that experience like for you? Uh, it was a great experience. You know, all the guys down there were really cool. Uh, and that was kind of the biggest thing. You know, everybody's trying to, at that point, almost become selfish because you're trying to show out and, uh, you know, prove to the scouts that you're the best player, that you're the best player. But uh, everybody was really cool. And so that was one cool experience. But it was also a great opportunity to go shine for the scouts. You know, uh, hopefully somebody noticed me. I think we had what, three really important days of practice. Uh, the fourth, there were some scouts there. And uh, just the whole opportunity to uh, show the scouts that I'm good enough to play at the next level uh, is definitely exciting and uh, very fun. I uh, got to help out at the Shriners Hospital, uh, make kids smile, and uh, play football while I was at it. So a uh, great experience and uh, definitely glad I got to do that. And I think it will help me out in the long run. It seemed like they had way too many quarterbacks in that game. I mean, you got to – I mean, everybody – nobody got to play a lot, but – from what I read on social media, it seemed like this, you had some of the scouts raving about you, so hopefully that will pay dividends in the future. What are you doing now to prepare for the NFL draft? Uh, the biggest thing now is just um, getting your pro day numbers right. Uh, pro day is March 20th at Southern Miss. Uh, super excited about it. Um, I'm training up here in Jackson, or Madison, actually, in uh, stack performance. And uh, really just trying to get strong, get fast, really prove that I can play at the next level, uh, doing a lot of quarterback drills. Uh, really showing that I have a strong arm, um, definitely showing that I can just play with the best. And uh, that's really what it's all about. Pro is going to be a big day. Uh, really got to be smooth, got to complete a lot of passes, and uh, hopefully just get my chance. Uh, and that's really all I want. I don't really care how I get there, drafted, signed with free agent, uh, after a tryout. I don't care how I get there. I just want an opportunity to uh, show I can compete, and uh, that's what I'm working towards. You know, I think it's kind of a dumb question when people ask, you know, what team do you want to go to? Because obviously you just want to get in the league and you'll be happy with wherever you can go. But did you have a favorite NFL team growing up? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I've actually been asked that question a couple times. And uh, I've kind of thought about it. I'm definitely going to be thankful for wherever wherever I end up. Uh, any opportunity to play in the NFL would be a blessing. Uh, I grew up watching Michael Vick and the Atlanta Falcons. So right, I, um, I got to go. I got to go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I got to, when I got to Hattiesburg, I didn't realize I was in Saints country, and then bam, it hit me. But um, you know, Birmingham's two hours from Atlanta, so that was kind of my hometown team, I guess you could say. Any opportunity at NFL would be a true blessing. Were the quarterbacks you kind of were there any quarterbacks you modeled your game after at all? Uh, growing up, I was watching Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Uh, those are the two guys, just ultimate quarterbacks. Everything about them, on the field, off the field. Uh, the way they handle themselves, uh, the way they make plays, the way they score points, throw touchdowns, make accurate passes. I was lucky enough to grow up in their era of uh, playing. Uh, just watch those guys to a great extent. 
and uh, I definitely try to be like those guys, uh, the best in the game for sure. Now you, you're down here. You've been in Hattiesburg, you know, for a couple of years now. Have you had any interactions with Brett Favre? Um, met him two or three times. Um, been around four or five. Uh, he spoke to us before the Mississippi State game two years ago, and he said something that kind of stuck with me. And he said, "No matter how many people are in the stands, the only thing that matters is uh, what happens between those lines. Uh, there can be five people or fifty thousand people in the stands. It really doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is." If you're doing your job and uh, having fun playing football. And uh, so I definitely uh, kept that piece of information with me. Got to throw with him in the summer. Got to pick his brain a little bit. And that was awesome. That was an awesome opportunity. And uh, he can definitely throw it. Uh, I'd love to have an arm strong. Well, Nick, pleasure talking to you today. Uh, I got to say, man, you're, you're certainly a fan favorite. You're going to go down as a legend, man. I mean, bringing Southern Miss back from where it was to where it is now and and the way you've done it, the class you've shown, the toughness, I mean, you're the epitome of a Southern Miss Golden Eagle. We really appreciate everything that you've brought to Hattiesburg. Do you have any final words for the Southern Miss fans out there? Uh, just thank you. You know, I've kind of been thinking that um, as the season got over, uh, I couldn't have done it without the fans, without the administration, not without the support. Uh, you guys really made it fun to wear the black and gold. I think we led the conference in attendance two years in a row. Uh, you know, everywhere we go around town, hey, good luck this weekend. Uh, you're going to do great. Good luck, good luck, good to see you. Uh, and that means something. Uh, believe it or not, it really does. Uh, every fan day I look forward to. Uh, and I hope I got to meet as many people as I could because uh, it's a blessing to meet new people and uh, see all the support that we really do have. And uh, I look forward to meeting more people. Uh, just being around the Southern Miss community, I think it's definitely important to uh, help out as an alumni now. And uh, so I just thank you for everything. And uh, God bless the Golden Eagle Nation. Up first, we've got former Golden Eagle quarterback Nick Mullins. Nick, what was this past weekend like for you? Uh, It was a great experience. I mean, you hear everybody has their own draft day story of how it goes. Um, But getting able to spend time with my family and really just enjoy the process and kind of reflect back on what I did to get there and what I had the support to get there. Uh, It was a great experience and I couldn't be more excited about the opportunity ahead of me. What was the moment like when you finally found out where you were going? Uh, it was great. I mean, uh, San Francisco showed me this most interest all the way throughout. And then there was a series of phone calls. And, uh, you know, once we really nailed it down and uh, got commitments from both parties, uh, it was awesome. Uh, you know, I stood up, just gave my family hugs and uh, thanked them for supporting me. And uh, just couldn't be more excited. Uh, it really worked out for me. Why did you choose to sign with the 49ers? Was it the attention, the opportunity, the fit? Uh, I think it was a combination of all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, they were, were initially interested in me, interested in me uh, brought me out on a visit, met with their coaches, uh, met with their staff. Great experience, learned a lot. And then throughout the course of the draft process, we uh, kept in touch. And then on draft day, multiple teams were kind of talking to me here and there. And uh, the way you just kind of have to play the process, uh, everything about the 49ers seemed like the best fit. And I think that's what it's all about. And so it worked out. What does Nick Mullins bring to the San Francisco 49ers? A solid, dependable quarterback that's going to communicate, manage, and run the offense efficiently and uh, make plays and perform well under pressure. Uh, You know, I view myself as a diehard competitor. And uh, so that's really what I'm most excited about. Just get out there, compete, and play the game of football. I uh, couldn't be more excited about that. 
And and you really, there's not a lot of quarterbacks on the 49ers roster. I was checking it out earlier. You've got Brian Hoyer, Matt Barkley, and they drafted uh, C.J. Beathard out of Iowa in the third round. So it seems like there there may be some opportunities there. Uh, yes, sir. And that's what you want going in. Uh, you want just a chance. And uh, even when the first process started, you know, that's all I told myself. I just want a chance, a chance to compete, a chance to just get your foot in the door. And I think with the 49ers, this is my opportunity. And the thing I'm focusing on is just how can I make myself the best Nick Mullins that there is. And so I think uh, you just got to let things take care of itself, uh, work as hard as you can, and uh, really just enjoy the opportunity. The San Francisco 49ers are a team with a rich quarterback tradition. Is there any extra pressure in following the footsteps of quarterbacks like Joe Montana and Steve Young? Uh, it's definitely a privilege. I mean, every single day that I walk into that locker room and walk onto that practice field, those thoughts are going to run through my mind. It's definitely a privilege uh, to put on that red and gold and uh, do the things that they did, walk through the hallways they walked through. And uh, so it's definitely a privilege and an honor. And uh, you have to represent the 49ers because they represented the 49ers so well. So, yes, it's definitely a privilege. And uh, I couldn't be more proud to have that opportunity. One of your old teammates is on the 49ers roster. Have you any had any contact with Norman Price? Uh, yes, sir. He's probably annoyed by how many questions I've texted him <laughs> over the past couple of days. Um, but, yes, sir, me and Norman, we became great friends, great teammates uh, at Southern Miss. And the fact that I get to, uh, you know, carry on that friendship and that uh, just him being a teammate up there and somebody that kind of knows the ropes, I think that'll help me a little bit. Just anybody I can uh, ask a question. It's nice to have somebody I know up there, and so I'm definitely excited about that. I've been talking to Norman a lot these past couple of days, and uh, I can't wait to see the big man. And I guess Jalen Richard, as of right now, not that far away in Oakland. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I was texting him a little bit, too. You know, he was talking about going out for dinner or whatnot. Uh, you know, obviously, he made a name for himself this year. So uh, it'll be fun, you know, having a couple Southern Miss guys in the Bay Area. Uh, it's kind of a blessing, so for sure couple of other teammates. Let's talk about it. First game of the preseason, August 11th, you head to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. And you get to take on a guy that you know pretty well from practice in Rakeem Nunez-Rochez. What's that meeting going to be like? Uh, it's going to be great. You know, he's an animal. Uh, I mean, even the Southern Miss, he's just intense, great ball player, and uh, gets after it up front. So, yeah, I can't wait to see Southern Miss guys around the league. That's going to be a really cool opportunity. And those are the things that you kind of, uh, you know, I guess grow up thinking about just because you see other guys meeting up in different places and stuff. And uh, if I get that chance to meet up with uh, Nunez, then uh, that'll be awesome. I can't wait to see him. haven't seen him in a little while. Then a couple of weeks later, Sunday, August 27th, the 49ers head to Minnesota to take on the Vikings in the preseason. Now, you've been facing off with Dylan Bradley since high school. So what's it going to be like to look across the field and see him heading your way in the NFL? Yeah, it's funny. The last time we played against each other, uh, my Alabama high school team was actually lucky enough to play his high school team, and he about broke my leg. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully that doesn't happen again this year. But, um, yeah, it'll be great to see him. You know, we trained together. We competed against each other throughout this whole draft process and just different drills and workouts. So uh, to see him, uh, you know, I'm going to give him some beef and whatnot after the game, but uh, it'll be definitely exciting to uh, compete against your old teammates. Now, last time we spoke, you just got engaged. Are, are, any plans for a wedding before you head out there, or are you guys going to wait till after you get through some time in San Francisco? 
the way the NFL schedule works, uh, there's a period in the middle of July where you get a little bit of off time. So I think we strategically planned it well to where um, I can, uh, you know, have that opportunity to marry uh, my fiance. And uh, so I'm looking forward to that. I think everything's working out well so far uh, with dates and all that kind of stuff. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, you know, another another great thing that's going on in my life, and I'm very blessed. Now, I know you're getting a lot of people hit hit you up right now, and I need a favor. Like, I guess it was about 11, 12 years ago, I used to work for the Phoenix Coyotes of the NHL. I guess the Arizona Coyotes. And there was a guy who was my age, worked in sales management. His name was Al Guido. I met him, didn't really know him that well. But last year, he popped up on my feed as, like, people you know on Facebook I clicked on his profile. He is now the president of the San Francisco 49ers. We're the same exact age. So when you get out there, when you see Al, can you find out where I went wrong and what I need to do to get my life in order? <laughs> it's a small world, isn't it? It I'll really is. Uh, shake his, I'll definitely shake his hand, meet him, uh, You know, hopefully get to know him a little bit, and I'll definitely drop your name. Uh, that'll be a pretty cool connection. That may not be a good thing, though. You may want to just kind of gauge him first. and be like, You remember the coyote that couldn't skate in Arizona? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one. The one that wasn't, that was just stumbling around the ice. Yeah, I remember that bum. Um, <laughs> well, uh, two more questions before we let you go. What did you learn from your time at Southern Miss? Uh, I learned, the, the I think the most successful people in life are the most consistent. Uh, no matter where you're at the bottom or at the top, uh, the most successful people are the people that continue to stay even keeled, uh, maintain the same work ethic, and um, have support around them. Uh, the support at Southern Miss was awesome uh, from teammates, coaches, uh, the relationships that you build and you cherish. Uh, everything about that place, you know, developed me for this next opportunity, and uh, I couldn't I couldn't be more thankful for that. Uh, so yeah, just my work ethic. Uh, the things that I stand for, Southern Miss helped develop all of those things. Nick, on behalf of uh, all the Southern Miss fans out there, we, we certainly wish you the best of luck. We're going to be pulling for you. Any final words for the Southern Miss fans and the San Francisco 49er fans out there? Uh, the Southern Miss, just thank you. Uh, I mean, it's an incredible opportunity. That was my goal, to play Division One football and Southern Miss uh, and their coaching staff. You know, they took the chance on me, and uh, so I couldn't be any more thankful for the opportunity to wear that black and gold. And uh, now I'm going to be moving on. Uh, hopefully we'll wear the red and gold for a while. And I'm excited. I just want to get out there, compete, uh, find a way to, uh, you know, just compete, make plays, get out there and embrace the opportunity. Take it one day at a time and uh, really just enjoy the opportunity. Uh, I can't wait to meet the people in the Bay Area and uh, get to work.